was such a pleasure to have Steve Stucker on our show. He's been a dear friend for many, many years. And if you don't already know Steve, after this episode, you're going to wish you did. He's a local pastor. He's a famous local newscaster. He's always speaking at events that deal with children or animals, political scenes. He's respected from all parties. Listen, today you're going to find inspiration and guidance from Steve Stucker. So our guest is not only our guest, but a dear, dear friend of ours. How long have we known each other, Steve? Oh my gosh, since you were a little boy. <laughs> yeah, thank you. That, that's a lie. That's a long time. But he, he's watched my kids grow up. Yeah. And uh, you know what's really cool is he's been there through some of our valleys and through some of our mountaintops. And uh, it's what a privilege is it is to introduce Steve Stucker. Well, thanks. You know, I look up to you guys. You're such um, bright stars in this dark world. The way that you give of yourselves, uh, the, the way that you raise your family. Well, we and, want to say uh, thank you, and we do owe you $50. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be 75 but that's okay. <laughs> hey, just so our listeners know, the reason we have Steve Stucker here today isn't because he's a friend, even though that that's why he showed up. Um, it's really because of what he does for our community. You know, he is a local famous news person. Uh, you guys actually just got some huge awards again and again and again. Right. And But he reaches out to the at-risk community, anything from foster care adoption. And then you run your own ministry, which has just exploded. And you've come alongside us, the Sheriff's Department, Children, Youth, and Family, people that we've personally had... Um, interaction with and will you tell us a little bit about that before we get a little personal with you well the main the main thing we do with with our ministry is the branch known as beds for kids mm. and that is a an organization a group of volunteers that basically gives free beds to families who need them and it came about through no brilliance of my own god had <laughs> plans that i had no idea about as a matter of fact i kind of did everything i could to squash it at the beginning oh, without yeah. without realizing what a what a monster and what a beautiful ministry it was going to turn out to be but we've placed almost 16,000 people wow. in free beds that's amazing and uh it's every ounce of it has come come from the Lord. It was not my idea to start with. Yeah, and I, yeah. I still die laughing at, at how it's financed and, yeah. and taken care of, but it's there and it's a real thing. That's pretty, right. pretty cool. It is. It's so cool. And we have yet to speak with someone, you know, if, if someone comes to us and says, we need a bed and we always try to figure it out ourselves because we know how busy you guys are and we'll put it out there on our socials and we'll, you know, we'll reach out to people and they go, Call Steve Sucker. <laughs> like we're trying to avoid that. He's so busy. No, that's what that's what we're there for. And it, and it's such a a specialized kind of a thing. It really is. And, and you know, to most people, to the average American, it's like, what? Why why yeah. are you giving away beds? Yeah. And and the reason is that to our surprise, still after almost ten years of doing this, there continues to be a huge need. We have literally thousands of kids. And their parents, in many cases, sleeping on the floor mm -hmm. or on the couch or co-sleeping four or five to a bed sometimes. Right, right. And even in that case, very often it's a, a substandard bed that they really probably shouldn't be in. 
That's right. You know, we go into so many of these homes and the number one place we go is the bedroom. Yeah. And you, I go, who stays here? Well, we all do. Yeah. yeah. Or, and, and it's a bed that I don't even want to pick it up and throw it away. Well, yeah. Or, or you've got three or four old mattresses mm-hmm. piled yeah. one, right. one on top of the other. That's right. And you know, it, it's not like it's a, it's a birthright that everybody gets a bed and it's something that mm. we've, we've just had so much prosperity in this country yeah. We don't even really think take about it. Take it for granted. Yeah, my, my cousin uh, is, is a, l- a little bit older than me, and he, he laughs about it. He, he donates from, from Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh-huh. We, we all grew up in Iowa. And, well, I take that back. I never grew up, but we were right. born and raised there. You were supposed to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, but you know, he, he was raised on a, on a little farm, a little acreage, and he says, oh, yeah, there were three or four of us kids in, in each one of the bunks, and mm-hmm. we thought that was normal. Right. right. And it, it, it no longer is. But here in New Mexico, for a variety of reasons mm-hmm. in our society, it's a real problem. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you know this about me, but I did not have a bed for many years of my oh, life. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. I grew up in L.A., and we were homeless. We lived in motels. We lived with family. And I slept on couches or the floor. And even when we got an apartment, it was me. You know, my mom was a single mom, me and my brother. We lived in a studio, or we lived in a one-bedroom, and my brother worked, so... You know, yeah, he got and, to have the bed. And, and Will, and you're, we and you're happy just to have a roof over that's your right, head. That's right. We get calls all the time or applications, people saying, well, we, we have a place to stay for the first time in years, mm-hmm. but we're sleeping on the carpet or that's on right. the hardwood mm-hmm. floor. And when you think about even with children, if they're not getting good sleep, they're not going to do well in school. They're not going to perform well. That's the big thing. It's huge. You know, we talk about early childhood education and mm-hmm. they have the, you know, the school breakfast, which that's is right. really important for mm-hmm. a lot of these kids. But the bed is something that I guess was just overlooked. I never thought about it myself. Yeah. Oh, I did. Well, well and I where I grew that. up, yeah. there were, you know, and there were pests, there were fleas, there there are things that are oh, on sure. the ground. And the cockroaches. Yes. And, and then when you do get beds, a lot of times these families will have problems with bed bugs. Mm-hmm. And I know that's disgusting to, right. a, to a lot of people, yeah. but it's a basic reality of it life. Is. It really is. You're, you're right. And sometimes you can't get rid of them and you, the mattresses need to be replaced. Yeah. And, and you know, one of the, one of the great blessings we've had is... Uh, hooking up with a professional exterminator who's come alongside. That's amazing. And he's trained our people on what to look for Mm, so we don't, uh, through any of our donated beds, bring Mm. any bed bugs into our facility. But even more important, I think, is he saves a lot of people the trouble of needlessly throwing out their beds because there's a lot of times you can treat it and take care of it Mm -hmm. and and not get rid of but you have to know what you're doing you really do and it's been it's been a great blessing but he's just one example we've had people from all over so many different churches uh it's i I, i've lost count of how many different churches are represented Mm -hmm. through our 75 to 100 (coughs) volunteers but it, it's just people from all over the community yeah. that have, have pitched in at one time or another in different ways, and they all make it work. Yeah. And I know for us, having a compassion ministry, it, you know, when someone needs a bed, it's really hard for us to store beds. I mean, oh, yeah. You have to, you have, to have a storage unit to store a bed. Well, <laughs> and, 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 and that's expensive. It is. And, you know, one of, the, one of the points we try to make when we do our public searches for people to donate beds mm-hmm. is to say, 
hey, if you're an empty nester, you probably have two, maybe three or four bedrooms mm-hmm. with beds where nobody ever stays. And, and they're probably brand new. doing? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or worse, you're, you're clogging up your garage or spending money needlessly right. to store old beds that'll mm-hmm. never be slept in again when we've got little kids right. and their parents and their grandparents who could use them. Mm-hmm. And, and like you said, it makes such a difference. It does. We've been so blessed in, in so many ways. And the teachers mm-hmm. love us because yes. they see the difference right away. We get a lot of calls from the APS Title I program mm-hmm. When, mm-hmm. when the families are, you know, they're couch surfing, yeah. moving from place to mm-hmm. place. But if they've got a regular location, we make them a priority yeah. to try and get them beds. That's but so good. The, the sweetest thing for me, Michelle, I don't know, maybe it's a tie, uh, but the little kids, uh-huh. you know, an eight, nine-year-old boy, you're at that age where you're trying to be cool. That's right. But they can't help themselves. Mm. They grin, they smile, they jump up and down because they've never had a bed of their right, own. Right, right. And, and it's so touching. So and basic. Yeah, and, and then right behind them are the moms or the grandmas who just bawl when mm-hmm. they see our truck back up to the yeah, door. Yeah, I can't they, even imagine. such an answer to prayer. Well, you know... We've never called you for ourselves. We've called you for so many people, and you've always been there. But beds, when we start shopping for ourselves, they're not cheap. Yeah. Oh, but- yeah. It's, you know, it, it can be a major expenditure, mm-hmm. especially when we want something nice and, and, and we're able to afford Cause you give the best. Something, yeah. so, so, something better. Now, the ministry, honestly, we most of the time do basics. We get some very nice beds mm-hmm. donated. And, and that's the bulk of what we do. Yeah. And, and I have to touch on this because um, it, it tends to be the ladies. I know my wife is one of them mm-hmm. going, used beds, mm-hmm. to which I say, oh. You ever stayed in a hotel? In a, uh, Guess what you slept on? <laughs> you know? Even at the Ritz Carlton. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a gently used bed. There's, not, right. there's nothing wrong with that. But yeah. we, we've been blessed over and above our, our basic expenses. To be able to spend eighty to eighty-five thousand dollars the wow. last couple of years mm-hmm. on new beds, nice. and we buy basics. We shop. We mm-hmm. we uh, partner with some local merchants who give us uh, their their product just a few dollars above cost. Nice. We go online. We shop for sales. Uh, Lee Schaefer, my my operations manager, who who works for me. And I will, you know, hey, we found bunk beds at this price, or we got we got mattresses over dealing. here. Let's buy thirty of them, yes. you know. But what, and I'm like, well, wait, let me check the bank account uh-huh. and see what we have. But God has blessed us in amazing ways. He's provided for it. I try to run a real tight ship mm-hmm. so we don't waste any money, but it still costs us about sixty five thousand a year just to wow. keep the doors open. Rent, mm-hmm. yeah. insurance, the That's fuel true. for the truck. That's true. Uh, just just bare basic yeah. and. And two lowly paid part-time people, I always joke, they were really just great volunteers who hung out so much. That we had, had to pay to. them a little bit so they, their wives would let them continue right. to come around. They needed to buy lunch while they were there. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, and I want our listeners to know that it, it there's something in your community or there's a need that you have in, that you see and it's not being met. And think how big this thing got. How many beds have you given out? Well, we count people instead of beds because sometimes, you know, like if we'll do a, 
We'll do a queen size bed. We're doing one Saturday for some new mm-hmm. friends of yours. Yeah. Thank you. Mom and the little daughter are mm-hmm. going to co sleep together. Mm-hmm. So that's two. that's two people in yeah. one bed. Yeah. But sometime uh, in the next thirty to forty days, we'll surpass sixteen thousand people. Wow. Sixteen thousand, and you get a chance to pour into every one of those individuals' lives. We sure try. Uh, we don't want to be intrusive at all. We don't want to be pushy, but. It opens doors. Well, they and, definitely know you care. Yeah. And, you know, whether they come to us, we, we try to allow them to participate mm-hmm. when they can. I call it having some skin in the game. And you guys yes. know this from the work mm-hmm. that you've done. If if people can contribute to their own well-being, mm-hmm. they appreciate what they receive That's right. much more That's than just so giving them something. But uh, a lot of our people just can't do it. We deal mm-hmm. with... Folks that I guess you could categorize as near homeless. I mm-hmm. mean, I know a lot of them. If they got sick and missed three, four days of work, they would be out on the street because right. they couldn't pay the rent mm-hmm. for the month. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them are just into new places that, you know, working their way back from homelessness. But the majority of our families are good people yeah. who've just hit hard times. Mm-hmm. Illness, one of the parents is sick, or the children have a tragedy mm-hmm. or, or a disease or or a very serious disability, a lot of medically fragile children, a lot of uh, grandparents who wake up and literally find grandkids or great-grandkids on the doorstep, Mm -hmm. usually three or four of them, Mm -hmm. and uh, tons of single moms, more and more single dads, and it's it's a deep problem in our society, and I I don't have any um, ideas that I'm fixing these yeah. problems, but we're just taking care of people That's right. one at a time. And you mentioned, you know, trying to pour into their lives, letting them know that we care. We've uh, added a program, a reading program. We, oh, nice. We've come across a, a beautiful ministry out of the Pacific Northwest that sends us free uh, Christian children's books. Oh, nice. So we have a reading corner for the kids, and they get to that's go so pick out an armload of, of books for bedtime mm. stories oh, to promote perfect. early childhood reading. We pray with every family as long as they allow us to. Right. And we, we try to follow up as much as we can to, to find out if they have a church. And, you know, I think it's shocking to the church community, mm-hmm. but a lot of these people are solid practicing Christians, yes. but they're having a hard time. Mm-hmm. And we, we tend to think, you know, Americanized, oh, if you're, if you're following Jesus, you, you've got money coming, oh, coming, coming out of your ears. ears. Yeah, and it just, it, it, it just, just mm-hmm. doesn't always, uh, always yeah. work out that way. But we also come across people when we say, can we pray for you? They start crying mm-hmm. right then saying, Yes, mm. I haven't prayed in so long, and I hadn't even thought about mm. it. Thank you for doing that. Or they and just or, awakening that up yeah, in folks that yeah, they and, think it, there was no hope. And and asking if you know if 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 we can connect them with the church. Our warehouse is is part of a, a, a church, Calvary Chapel Southwest, oh, yeah. down by uh, Rio Grande High. Yeah, uh, uh, Montoya. Uh, 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 not not Rio Grande, West Mesa, West Mesa High School. Mesa, yeah. yeah, Ray Ray and Sonia, just mm. just wonderful. I love them. They lease us, you know, eight thousand square feet wow. in their in their facility, and it sounds like a lot, but we're busting at the seams there. That's but we've amazing. got a dock and an overhead door, so we can park our truck indoors. That's so and, nice and load and unload people, and uh, it's just quite the process. That's amazing. When I think too, you know, we think about, um, you know, just them appreciating or, or us being able to pour into and just, uh, you know, the idea of a bed providing hope 
to a yeah. family. And when you show up, you're not just giving them a bed. You're you're giving them hope. You're saying, hey, I'm going to give this to you. And we know it's not a cheap little item. It's something that is, is a value. It costs something. And you've gotten a truck. You've got people. You've got all these folks pouring into their homes and creating life, hopefully, for them to experience and go, oh, okay, this is what it's about. And just how it inspires, I think, too, folks that at one time, like you said, oh, my goodness, I haven't prayed in such a long time. And how, how a bed, a bed made them go, oh, my goodness, I have hope again. Yeah. I have hope again. It's been, it, it, it's been such a sweet experience. And, uh, you know, I almost passed up the chance. Clay a moment ago said, if you see a need, mm-hmm. try to meet it. I wasn't a very good example of that <laughs> at the very start. I, yeah. I have a, a good sized following on social media, mostly Facebook for us older yeah, folks. Right. And um, I got a private message years ago, and it basically said, My 12 year old niece has spina bifida so severely she can't get up and down into a regular mm. bed. She has to sleep on the couch, and it's literally killing her. Mm. Can you get her a hospital bed? And my immediate response was, well, no. Who do you think I am? You know, I'm like, uh, and I walked away. I'm a meteorologist. From, yeah, <laughs> not even that. I'm a He's mediocritist, a you know. <laughs> and, and I walked away from the from the computer just upset that a total stranger would, would ask, ask me for a something bed. so absurd. And, you know, it was probably an hour or so later when I, you know, I cooled down and thinking about something else. And in looking back, it, it's almost like, you know, one of God's angels tapped me on the shoulder and said, hey, you could ask. You know that ask and you shall mm. receive thing? And I, <sighs> I, I went online, and, and this, is where, this is where it's beautiful, and I've seen this play out so many times. I call it God connecting mm-hmm. the dots. Yeah. Remember when we were little kids, mm-hmm. we'd, we'd draw the pictures. Mm-hmm. You, you have a page just filled with dots that mm-hmm. don't make any sense. I had started a charity uh, sort of by accident, we uh, I was invited. Uh, I, w- I was yeah. invited to uh, do a motorcycle rally up mm-hmm. in Red River yep. by the Chamber of Commerce. Mm-hmm. Went up there with with with, with Big Calvary, mm-hmm. and um, we uh, raised a little bit of money, and we gave most of it to Make a Wish, mm-hmm. and then we used the rest of it to support the work I was doing in the youth detention ministry mm-hmm. at the time. Yeah. Did that for yeah. about seven years. After a couple years of doing that, somebody pointed out, well, Steve, you know, that's going to show up as income on your taxes, and you're going to have to form a, a nonprofit. I don't want to do that. I mean, they, right. they convinced me I needed to. Mm-hmm. Went ahead and did it. And when this bed thing started, and I asked, does anybody know who, who, uh, anyone who would have a hospital bed? The person who did was the secretary of the board of directors of that nonprofit I'd started about three years earlier. Uh, Her father had been in it Mm. the last several years of his life, and it'd been sitting empty in a bedroom for four or five years. Oh, my goodness. And and, and my friend had been trying to get her mom to get rid of it, but it had sentimental Sentimental. value. Mm -hmm. But when she saw that there was a a need, she said, it's yours. Mm. So I I just I just thought that was so cool. That's so sweet. So so then it hits me and I and I, I, you know, go back through my messages to find this lady who'd 
who'd asked for it, and I read the rest of it, and it says, we live in Shiprock. I'm going, oh, oh. great. And then, <laughs> then I realized... I should have got offended after not, I finished the Not only the that message. is it far away, but I have no clue how, how to put one together or what it requires. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't quite so thick that time. Mm -hmm. I went back online right away and said, we have a bed, but we have no way. Mm -hmm. uh, a gentleman jumped up. He was a medical equipment salesperson. Oh, wow. Said, I'd be happy to do it. It's easy. We'll take it up. They sent a picture of Dakota and her mom sitting Aww. on the bed. Thumbs up. And it was so sweet. It just, Aww. it just, you know, it just tickled me. Yes. And I, I shared it online, thanked everybody, and went to bed thinking, what a weird experience. What's next? Well, the next morning, oh, my inbox was filled full. with, I heard you're giving away beds. I need a bed. Can you give me a bed? 16,000 <laughs> beds later. <laughs> and even then, I, I didn't really, I thought, you got to be kidding me. Right. And Beds? And I knew nothing about beds except you sleep in them. I didn't know the difference between a California king and, and, a, a, and a baby king. bed, right. you know? And But I started trying to, to match people up, and it was very frustrating, very time-consuming. And... Um, Rose, you know, Claire, wives mm -hmm. are always the sensible ones. She, after, after a bunch of these <laughs> and me God. telling her the stories, she says, don't you ever read those uh, stories? Uh, you know, you're, you're, you're going to send a murderer to somebody's house, and it's going to be on, on your on head. On your head. And, you're and like, I thought, oh. she's right. Yeah. So I started telling people, well, just drop them off at our place. Yes. And the next thing uh -oh. I know... Our garages are filled with other people's beds, and I think Rose is seriously considering divorce. <laughs> she said, I didn't say bring them here. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's when we realized this, this is something. Mm -hmm. So we, we asked for space. Mm -hmm. We had a, a senior living facility with an underground parking garage. Mm -hmm. They let us use for free. Oh, nice. For a couple of years. We had to haul out about 60 cubic yards of junk to, oh. to get it open. It was open air because of the exhaust um, mm. panels for mm -hmm. the for the parking lot and it was a mess it was cold it was on a very busy street we couldn't even pull a, a full-size pickup down inside oh. it but it was there and, yeah. and we used it for a couple years until we got enough money to to get our first warehouse and and now we've been over at uh, at calvary chapel southwest for for several years now. wow it's been amazing just so you know so me and michelle were invited to Save the dogs, save the children, save the... And you know who's speaking every time we go? I go, who's your speaker this year? Oh, oh Steve. Steve Stucker, right? Yeah, good, good, good. Because good. Good. we haven't seen him, so we've decided to go to several events so we can see him throughout the year. There's some truth in that. There is some truth in that. Well, this, you know, th th this whole thing has been a blessing to me. And through the media, mm -hmm. you know... I. I'm not as dumb as I look, and, and long ago, I discovered, back when I was a radio guy, well before I was a believer, long mm -hmm. before I, I was a Christian, I discovered that getting involved in the community and caring about people mm -hmm. is good business. Uh -huh. It gets your name out mm. there, it helps people know that you care, right. and you know, my parents were, never had any money at all, but they were givers and, mm. and organizers and helpers. And they, they were always giving of themselves. So they set a good example for me. Mm -hmm. And and I started doing that uh, over, over my many years of broadcasting. I think I'm at like 45, 46 years altogether now. Wow. On, on air one way or mm -hmm. the other. But in all my time here in New Mexico, which is coming up on 40 years, I thought I knew everything, mm -hmm. everybody there was to know in the nonprofit, yeah. in the ministry world. But this ministry... Uh, Beds for Kids has 
has brought me into contact with so many I wasn't aware of. Mm -hmm. We've been able to help with um, uh, organizations that rescue people from sex trafficking, mm -hmm. uh, just you know, uh, drug and alcohol mm -hmm. rehab, abused children, and 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 all the way down to to the individuals. And it's it's just been an incredibly rich yeah, blessing. Yeah, it's big. You know, and during this time of the season, I'm so big. I love giving gifts. Receiving gifts, I'm, I'm, don't get me wrong, you can send me cash. But, <laughs> cash. but to give, to give during the season or, or throughout the year, what an amazing thing it does for us. Now, you've done it for 40 years. You know, and you, like you said, it's good business, but it is. But it's also good for your health. It's good for your mental health. I know when I have severe, any anxiety or problems or whatever oh, that is. yeah. Man, if I start concentrating on that other family and how I can help there them. There you go. It's amazing what it does for my personal mental health. Oh, yeah. And, and people picture me as always being happy and cheerful, far from the truth. Mm -hmm. My wife and kids can, can attest, attest. <laughs> But I struggle with anything from melancholy to downright depression. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. At one point in my life, I was diagnosed as being clinically depressed. Now, mm -hmm. that was back during my alcohol and drug mm -hmm. years, yeah, granted, but, yeah. but, but nonetheless. And it's something that I still have to deal with. Yeah. I really have to be prepared. But Clay, you're absolutely right. And I, I tell people this when, when I counsel them uh, from, a, from a pastor's uh, position that if you're really feeling down, the best thing you can do is find somebody who's in a worse position than yeah. you and see what you can do to help. Yeah. See what you can do to cheer them up. Mm -hmm. I've seen so many examples. We had a young man who was in a horrific motorcycle accident, nearly lost his life. I think he had 37 major operations mm. wow. and he survived but he was so depressed mm. he'd lost his career he'd mm -hmm. lost all his finances and mm -hmm. his his mom and his grandma called me and i said see if he'll ride around the bed's truck with me mm -hmm. and that's all it took to get him started on yeah. on his way back mm -hmm. he saw that i can do something that yeah. makes a difference for somebody else yeah and, and and that was the first step in getting him back into a productive life mm, that's so good so good you know um i've had a lot of families come right like a father will come and say my kids are doing this this or this and we don't know what to do i said go on a mission trip go, take take that child to a third <laughs> world country with you yeah and let them experience it and i've never had a time where they did it that they've come back and things didn't just seem to work out Oh yeah, the appreciative the perspective. Our our kids have never been on a mission trip per se, but for three or four summers, they went with a group called Yakima and went to the pueblos, went yes. to the Navajo mm -hmm. reservation. Oh, that's deep yeah. deep in, and, mm -hmm. and, and and came back going, wow. wow, that's right here. Yeah, the right, beginning right of here. COVID, we we got a phone call, and they know we work with kids, and they said, hey, we know you work with kids, but we're desperate. Can you guys work with the elderly? And of course, so we put some boxes together and we went out to the remote areas on, on the Navajo or the Diné reservation and then also Zuni. And got to, I got to meet with a 105-year-old Navajo woman, just amazing. But it's a third world type situation. situation. Oh, yeah. And uh, your kids come back, the people who went out with us come back and they're different. And it, it blesses us more than we bless them. And it, you it know, was amazing. Um, I, I, do, I don't know what the connection is, but there's there's something almost magical 
with me and the Navajo people. Mm -hmm. The Diné have always been so beautiful mm -hmm. with me, mm -hmm. to me, so generous and so kind and so funny. They yeah. get my weird sense of humor, yeah. <laughs> and they, they'll tell me their grandmas who don't even speak English make up funny names for me or weird <laughs> names like, oh, there's funny laughing man or, you know, great... <laughs> Crazy weather boy, you know. I mean, they 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 all have these these funny nicknames for me, and I, I, I love just it. I, ju I just I just love them as uh, as brothers and sisters. I've had an opportunity to to preach on the, on the on, on the reservation oh, wow. several times. I love that. Always always um, up for any opportunities that yeah. that come up with anything like that. That's awesome. And you know, uh, I should mention we have a beds for kids branch in the Four Corners. Oh wow! Uh, um, a businessman came down to get a hospital bed for his mother-in-law i think and um liked what we did so much mm -hmm. that he uh, opened up a branch up there oh, wow. so we we send them beds they deal heavily um uh, with uh with the navajo nation That's and awesome. with people up there in the in the farmington area so we we love that community and in locally you know we're surrounded with such diversity i think what a lot of new mexicans don't realize is and we talk about poverty right we have it all around us but we also have a culture that's rich and mm. beautiful so it's not putting anyone down you know we have some areas in the south valley it's the same thing there they may be very poor people but they're also very rich in culture and love and and, and the, the opposite side of that is we have a lot of wealthy neighborhoods where there's great spiritual poverty. that's right mm. that's right yeah yeah we me and michelle always tell people no they're that rich section of town is just not our people. We're gonna go, we're gonna go to the other place. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're like me. I'm comfortable more with you know. I guess I, I guess um, the, the the situation I grew up in. I mm -hmm. mean, we never had two nickels to to rub together. Right. We drove a blue car with a red door for five years. And you know, my yeah. joke was, you know, when they'd say if we got to go on vacation, it would be a camping trip, mm -hmm. usually about forty, sometimes fifty miles away. Mm -hmm. People say, where are you going? I don't know. It depends where the car breaks down. Because it wasn't like if it would break down, but when Just or where. Why. That's Just right. But we have extra happening. gas and tools. That's but, you right. know, my parents, they we, we always had food. We always had a home. Mm -hmm. uh, they made sure we cared about school. Mm -hmm. They took us to church. They taught us about Jesus. That's they so did cool. everything right with what they have. And that's yeah. that that's wealth mm -hmm. that, 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 that you just can't get from any sort of a mm -hmm. job or education. Mm -hmm. That's so true. You know, I think in today's world, we need to teach pe people what there's two kinds of wealth, right? There's bank accounts, there's the cars you drive, there's the houses you live in, and the, you're unhappy. So you're really poor. Mm. I would rather live in a one-bedroom apartment with all of my kids um, and be happy. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, there's, there's, it's so easy to get caught up. You know, I, I commute on the west side, and mm -hmm. I'm very big about not coveting. There's a house up on the hill that I have to <laughs> try not to look at when I drive by because I catch myself. Well, I could get a second or third job. And I'm like, Steve, you already have three jobs. That's right. It's just the two of them don't pay you anything. Exactly. We need to figure that out. Right? I know. If there are any billionaires out there that want to make Steve's family and my family millionaires, we'll take the money and just do ministry full time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like, like you were set up officially with the government. So if tax deductible status is important to you, we are a 501c3 mm -hmm. registered with the IRS and the state of New Mexico. And I should tell you, the, the official name of our ministry is Up Before the Sun mm. Ministries and Charities. Mm -hmm. And that's the Sun, S 
Oh, and for many years as a weatherman doing the morning shift, I got up before the S-U-N. Oh, right. But when I had to do this charity, I, I would have come up with an easier name to explain if I would have known <laughs> it was going to take <laughs> off like this. But I, 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 I recognize that, you know, someday Scripture says we're all going to stand before the sun. That's right. And, and so that's, that's something I look forward to. And mm-hmm. in the meantime, uh, Scripture teaches us that we have all been assigned good works that God had in mind before time began. That's right. And I think that so often we miss those opportunities. It would have been just the easiest thing for me to blow that lady mm-hmm. off. And I'm so glad I didn't because right. that was my natural <laughs> instinct. That was my, She's crazy. my, my first response. <laughs> yeah. and, and I find that still today. And again, so many times God has connected the dots mm-hmm. through different ministries, through different people that have been able to help us, that mm-hmm. we've that we've been able to help. And it, it, it kind of, you know, weaves together into this rich fabric. It and does. Uh, it just it just tickles me. I just die laughing so yeah. many times that, that God is so good and, and has this all figured out. Yeah, and the inspiration that it provides for other organizations, for other folks that are, like, hopefully someone's listening today and can say, you know, there is this thing I could try. And, you know, they just attempt that. And I, I don't know, for us, I, I know we were like, Oh man, how can we ask people to do something if we're not going to do it? Yeah. You know, yeah. That was that was our bit the biggest question that we tried to hurdle over. You know, like you said, I'm glad that I didn't. For us, I remember a conversation we had at Jason's Deli, and we sat across from each other and just said, "Okay, really? Can we really look people in the face and say you should foster kids, but we won't? If you won't do it, yeah. But we're not going to. Ver- I'm very much the same way. I, I never feel right asking." or money, or uh, volunteering time for anything that I'm not willing to right. to put my heart into myself. You know, the other thing we should point out is that we have gotten into the situation where we run our, our small, but we feel very valid organizations. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do something that big. That's for right. many mm-hmm. people, it starts off just volunteering. I That's got the right. sweetest uh, note on, on social media today saying, Therese, who's one of our very good volunteers, mm-hmm. who came into the fold maybe a year and a half, two years ago, mm-hmm. uh, saw her at church, and she invited me to come to your event on Saturday. Can I just show up? And I said, yeah, dress warm, because we have no heat in the warehouse, <laughs> but you'll have fun. I said, mm-hmm. wear comfortable shoes yeah. and, and, and show up. And you know, we have volunteer opportunities. Maybe you can't get out and lift beds. That's, yeah, okay. that's okay. We have a, a whole department that sorts and folds linens. Mm. We have a mm-hmm. whole department that just makes the phone calls. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't just show up at somebody's house and say, here's a bunch of beds. What do you right. want? You have to figure out what their space is, mm-hmm. how big their kids are, what, yeah. what, what kind of room they have, and, 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 and really match that with your inventory. So we have callers oh, who, right. who plan everything out from people that are donating to the people who are getting the beds. And um, other opportunities are, are fundraising. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we're blessed to have a number of organizations come to us. We're, mm-hmm. we're doing something in the spring that that's go- should be a pretty good fundraiser, but we've got to have some volunteers to participate. Yeah. So there's, there's always a way that you can make a difference, and you can start off small. Just take that first step is really yeah. what it's about. That's right. Well, you're started with you not wanting to do something. <laughs> Those be serious, right? Well, no, so, yeah, in that in that particular <clears throat> case, yeah. Well, but that's how it starts, right? But you did it anyhow. Mm-hmm. The point is you took that first step, and then somebody else answered the call, and then you had to connect them with someone else who answered the call, 
and then it's a snowball. Yeah. yeah. And God starts preparing you, your mind, your resources, financially. Because that first step, you knew how to put it out on Facebook. The next step, it took a little bit more. And oh, you learn yeah. as you go. Real learning curve. And then you're neck deep. <laughs> yeah, like, you can't get out. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 you know, and, and, and sometimes I get so worn out with it because uh-huh. it's a lot of work. It is. But, but at the same time, I, I re- I'm really passionate about mm-hmm. it. So, so, so that's a blessing. But, you know, as, as a pastor, I, I always try to remind people that we're, we're, we're called to be alert mm-hmm. and available and obedient. Yeah. And if we keep our eyes open, mm-hmm. we're going to see so many opportunities right. to the so-called hands and feet of Jesus. That's right. And it might, you know, it might just be uh, an, an arm around the shoulder mm-hmm. or, 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 or helping somebody, you know, meet their, their rent payment right. or giving somebody a lift or, mm-hmm. or, or volunteering just this one time yeah. and, and stepping out of your comfort zone. Cause mm-hmm. they tell you, boy, beds were way outside of mine. Right. <laughs> but I'm so glad I did it. Yeah. Well, and I think too, you know, when we're, we're called to be obedient, I mean, that's hard. And we're, when we, I know for Clay and I, in raising our kids, we've always said, you need to do hard things. There's just things that oh, are yeah. just going to be hard, whether it's your pride or it's your wallet. Oh, or, or, or everything, right? uh, that and every, everything in between. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I always want to want to you know harp on doing the right thing mm-hmm. in the right way for the right reasons, reasons. That's but always right. adding that seldom is the right thing the easy, easy thing that's so true but, but you look at that again and again in scripture and mm-hmm. who had it easy in scripture right you know but our reward is not here on this earth that's right yet i feel very rewarded mm-hmm. with with not just this ministry but 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 the other things that i've been been, been brought into yeah. and you know there are a lot of secular ministries out there mm-hmm. we help a ton of them and mm-hmm. i do it very very gladly but i think that even even when something is not a christian ministry uh when it's just a, a charitable group or an organization mm-hmm. or even just just a family yeah i think there's just wonderful opportunity for us to to speak jesus into that's right whatever's going on that's right and and again be available and obedient that's right because he's our hope he is our hope when we give deliver that bed and we go oh that bed created hope in them but it's it's jesus it if it wasn't for that relationship that we have with him we wouldn't be doing what we're doing yeah we would golfing or skiing or whatever shoe shop and nothing (laughs) there you go yeah (laughs) (laughs) and and there's nothing wrong with any of of those things but i think that as americans and the church at large in america We've lost our way. We've we have. become very self-centered, yeah. uh, you know, very focused on our weight mm-hmm. and our and our stock accounts mm-hmm. and our retirement plans and, right. and where we're and going for vacation and things like it's that. It's the future. Yeah. Things that we really have no control over. When when <laughs> we we look around, there are people all around us in our in our neighborhoods and mm-hmm. in, in our children's schools, mm-hmm. where in our churches. Oh, that are hurting. Thick. They yeah. are hurting. They are hurting, and they are afraid to come out and 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 say that they're hurting. I think for us, you know, our eyes have just really been opened that the person sitting next to us in church, you know, just because you're at church doesn't mean that your life is easy. Oh. It doesn't mean most of the. I mean, I came to church because I was hurting. That's why I started going to church. I was lost, and I knew I need to find. I need hope. I need to find a place where I can just be, and people don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> and church was it. But we forget the basics, you That's know. I right. mean, G- Jesus said, you know, a healthy person doesn't doesn't need, need a, doctor, a doctor. That's right. You know, but somebody who's hurting does, yeah. and that's 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 what the church is 
is to be all about. That's so, so true. It, it's, it's, it's so much better, and, and like Clay referred to earlier, it's better for us to get outside of ourselves. That's right. And to, to look at other, other people and to recognize that, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to be goody-goody. I'm not mm-hmm. trying to make be everybody see me and, 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 and make a big deal out of it. We do so much in secret, and that's that's the way the Lord mm-hmm. the Lord wants us. And we know we can't earn our way into heaven. Mm-hmm. We're not we're not doing this to buy our salvation. That's this free gift that we've that we've been granted. That's but right. we do it because we've been given this right. this, this amazing gift, and, and and we have this this promise and this hope for the future. That's right. And we must we need to share it. How can you not? You can you can't take anything with you to heaven. Only people. Well, and you know, one of the reasons that we have people on our podcast is to inspire and give guidance to other people. So it's bringing someone like you on is to shine a light on what you're doing because we do feel that it's amazing. But it's also to, we want it to inspire somebody to do what you're doing. And it doesn't have to be beds. It has to be something in their community and watch it grow and Mm -hmm. let them inspire somebody you know, uh, discipleship isn't just one-on-one or, or pulling the 12 in. We honestly think that someone can take this idea, an idea like this, and grow it into something amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, and you, you guys, I, I wasn't, you know, um, being uh, falsely... Uh, sorry, I guess I forgot to turn my phone off. That's your wife. You better <laughs> yeah. get it. I'm, I'm up past my bedtime here. But, but, but I, I wasn't giving uh, faint or false praise earlier mm-hmm. on when I... When I talked about you guys, you guys have always been an inspiration for us. Mm. Rose and I fostered. Mm-hmm. We are adoptive parents. Mm-hmm. But we are like <laughs> little leaguers compared to World Series champions, the Shroffs, we, you know? We got suckered. Well, you know, that's my last name. You take the T out that's of right. sucker and, that's you, right. and you've got sucker. sucker. But, you know, I mean, I I, I bugged Rose. We, 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 have, we have four kids all together now, mm-hmm. and... And I bugged her and bugged her, you know, let's adopt, let's adopt. Like the Shroffs, like the Shroffs. And Rose, <laughs> in the only way she can say it, said, you can have as many kids as you want with your next wife. <laughs> so, so, but, so, so that wasn't, that wasn't for us. But <gasps> it's, it's so, so beautiful. Funny. It's so beautiful <laughs> to see not only that you guys do it, but the way that you uh, do it. I don't and, know. <laughs> and, 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 and then, you know, to go above and beyond that with, with, with the, the ministries that, that you guys are involved in and how, how many different ways you're mm. able to, to touch lives mm. and, 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 and to make a difference. And so, you know, God created every one of us different. Yeah. And you, you may be listening. And again, it doesn't mean you have to start a ministry, but maybe there's something that, you know, you've right. avoided the jail ministry was something I heard him talk about at Calvary for two years uh-huh. and I was interested in it, but I always had an excuse, mm-hmm. a reason not to do it. Yeah. And once I finally took the step, I was so glad you I were did. hooked. I haven't been involved in that since beds for kids started 10 years ago mm-hmm. to this day. I still have young men that I don't recognize mm-hmm. oh, walk I up on the it. street and say, Steve, I just wanted to thank you and your friends for coming in because mm. you saved me. And wow. Really made a difference in my yeah. life. You may not know it at the time, but mm-hmm. that's that's what we're here for, you mm-hmm. know, to 
to, to, to love the Lord and to, and to love others as That's much right. as we love ourselves. That's right. I know for us, a, a lot of it is, you know, we just, we feel like, I know where I came from is very different from where Clay came from. I feel like God has given me so much, not just even financial or money, but he has taken me out of the miry, you know, clay and given me a new life and hope. And, and I just think, how can I not share that? Exactly. I've been given so much. I yeah. got to share it. I can't. I can't hoard it. I can't keep it to myself. I think Pastor Skip used to use the example if somebody came up and handed you the keys to a brand new Mercedes, yeah. you'd be running down the street saying, That's "Look what they yes, gave me!" Look yes. what they gave. And, and, and it needs to be the same way yes. with our with, with our faith and our hope and mm-hmm. our salvation, our, our trust in the Lord. That's so true. It's so true. And it's not just something that you know. You're just the laughing man on TV. You, know? <laughs> you have the silly joy of the Lord. Man, the si- yeah. Okay, silly laughing man. I'm going to start calling you that. That's going to be your contact in my phone. Silly laughing man. But when I think about it, it's like that's the joy of the Lord. I mean, I think about you know. Yeah, there's some people who are just happy, but the joy that you have is despite your circumstances. And that's why people question, what What do you mean? He's always happy, you know? No, he's really not. It's mm. you choose to go no. I have a choice here. I can choose it or I can not. And today I'm choosing joy. Yeah, it's it's been such a blessing. I even just ending up in New Mexico, you know, mm-hmm. as a I, I hesitate to say we were poor because yeah. like we talked about earlier, we mm-hmm. had a wealth of mm-hmm. love in our family and even though every year we got the speech, well kids, we're not gonna have much for Christmas yeah. this year, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, but 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 we had so much and we we always mm-hmm. had plenty to share with others. My mom was a, a waitress at a truck stop for twenty five cents an hour. Wow. And she'd bring home young girls mm-hmm. that were hitchhiking across the country wow. with truckers and say <gasps> You get on the phone and call your parents, young lady. Oh, and that was in the day when great. it was a long distance call. Right. <laughs> My dad's looking like long uh, distance. It better be collect. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? That's just that's just how she was. Yeah. And 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 it's 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 filtered out into into us. And I mean, I feel like I've got a long way to go mm-hmm. to live up to what my parents did. Wow. With the, with their resources, mm-hmm. so it's it's the same that's thing. That's awesome. That, that legacy. You're and it's and it's just a. Just a great blessing. Yeah. You mentioned legacy. The the lady um, that uh, gave us that first bed, mm-hmm. I had the honor of uh, presiding over her funeral oh, three wow. and a half ago. Oh, and wow. you should have seen the eyes and the tears oh. when I talked to the kids and the grandkids mm. and the great grandkids. Mm-hmm. This beautiful lady who was in her 90s mm-hmm. and said, I want to tell you something about Grandma that you might not know. Mm. She parted with something that was valuable to her through her sentiment and she gave it away freely and it started something now that has grown into a ministry that has provided beds for 16,000 people. So you never know. That's amazing. That generosity. Hey, I want to just address just something that there, there's a pretty major controversy going on right now, right? And the other weather bin, the, the other people in the news are calling it unfair that you're a pastor and a weatherman and you kind of have an ear of God and that you guys have this conversation and your weather predictions are more accurate because <laughs> of that. Is this true? Is this true? I haven't heard <laughs> Not to the drop tea. the truth to that, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I have not heard that no. tea. No, Clay, I always say if I had those connections, I'd be living in a much fancier neighborhood. (laughs) I'm just not sure. I thought that it was real. Well, since we're talking conspiracies and you do the beds for kids, I just heard that Mattress Factory might be a uh, money laundering scheme. Like, it's a racket, supposedly. There's, like, mattress firms on every street corner, and they're, like, 
Who buys that many mattresses? I, I know <laughs> have nothing. Have you heard this? I, don't, I know nothing. Well, now, now we can get free beds because they don't have to sell them. And, uh, I know. And I don't news to me. <laughs> okay, for our listeners, we're going to get back to being serious. Hey, one of the things that we always ask our guests is if you could talk to the whole world, and I'm talking everybody would hear you, what would you say to them? I would say life is short. Don't mm. waste it. Mm. You know, um, I've done so many funerals since COVID began, mm. from young children who took their own lives <clears throat> to people who died from COVID wow. to people who just died naturally of old age. Mm -hmm. And the surprise to me is that people are always surprised that they die. Yeah. And we're all going to do that at some point. And we're not promised a tomorrow. And we're not promised that the today we have is going to be rosy and bright. Mm. But I really believe that there's joy always available. It's just not always on the surface. I mm -hmm. say we have to mine for the joy. Yeah. Sometimes it's just under the dust and yeah. you just have to brush it off. Other times you really got to dig deep. Mm -hmm. You got to remind yourself that look where I came from. Yeah. Look That's what right. I could be doing instead of this. Or, or you know, look at, look at the situation that they're in. But um, I, I did a, a, a message for our men recently that I want to develop into something I can, I can share around the state. But it, it's with a tape measure. And, and you pull out the, the tape to 78 inches and say, this, this represents the average lifespan mm. of a male in America. Mm -hmm. mm. And here's where I am. And this little bit of time mm -hmm. is what I have left on average. And what am I going to do with it? Yeah. Am I going to, you know just take care of myself mm. uh, or, or, or am I going to do something that, that will leave a legacy that really makes a difference? Mm. I mean, I'm not a guy that <laughs> it's easy for me. Nobody would, somebody that doesn't have any money to say, I don't care about getting my name on a building. Right. Right. But you know, um, it's, it, it's all about doing something like my father did. He came from a really rough family situation, made himself into a beautiful family man. Mm. A and touched so many hearts, so mm -hmm. many lives by coaching kids. Mm -hmm. He didn't have the money to do anything except give his time. Yeah. But he helped them develop into good men. And, mm. and at his funeral 16 years ago, I had so many guys come and, come and tell me wow. what, a, what a, a, an inspiration he was. Mm. And, and that's all it takes is, is caring. So don't, don't waste another minute because... It, it might be your last one. Yeah, that's mm, so true. That's beautiful. And that's why Steve is a voice of a lion. Now, he, he's been a voice of a lion for many, many years. But I think more recently, since you've become a pastor, you've impacted so many lives. You know, the pastor thing has been interesting. I came to that calling very late in life. <laughs> and I argued with God for a year and a half. Me? Are you kidding me? Don't you know how old I am? And I've got a, I've got a career and a family. My wife's going to leave me and everything, you know? Um, but, but eventually, mm. I was obedient. Yeah. I took my time doing it. Mm -hmm. um, but becoming a pastor and a chaplain has been hard, mm -hmm. but such a beautiful experience. Yeah. It's so much different from what I had envisioned what people tend to think it's a it's a very hard thing mm -hmm. and it's not for everybody but it's it's got its own set of blessings mm -hmm. even doing funerals mm -hmm. i never want to complain about doing a funeral yeah. because i think it's it's probably the best time to try and touch lives to mm -hmm. touch hearts yeah when they're when i they're agree hurting. 
without without being pushy at all. Yeah. I think the soil is uh, is very soft and very tender. And if you I can, agree. If you can walk softly, as uh, as Pastor Skip and Dave Rao always taught me around a broken heart, mm-hmm. then you know a lot a lot of times they'll they'll be able to listen. So yeah, I just. Uh, I crack up, you know, I, I ride my motorcycle every once in a while. I get great joy out of doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but every time I throw my leg up over the seat, I'm like, well, Lord, if this is my last ride, <laughs> it sure has been a great one. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm so grateful. It just, it, it cracks me up. I laugh, I laugh all the time that God would, would be so good to me. For mm, so long. That's so good. What a pleasure. Thank you, Steve. My pleasure very much. And if I could very quickly, our website is beds. Four kids. Number four. Beds, the number four, kids with a Z dot org. And we will put that in our messages below. Yes. Yes. Awesome. So we hope you f- find inspiration, guidance, and strength, and don't waste your life. Hey, we are so thankful that you listened to today's podcast. We hope that you got a lot out of it. Will you do us a favor and share it with friends and family? Let them know that you care about them. Someone that could use some inspiration, guidance, and strength in their life through the stories of the people that we talk to. Listen, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and uh, I will see you on the better side of you.